Good morning. Good happy morning. um happy Saint Saint Derwin Day. <laughs> do you Santas join one happus? Yeah. Join Marvel. The patron saint of lovers. Lovers. Have you have you um have you told your lover happy happy St. Dewan's Day? <laughs> I have not. Uh, I forgot it was I forgot it was St. Dewan's Day since you uh, t- until you told me. Uh, at which point he was already in a meeting. So, wow, wow, sad times. I texted the man who keeps giving me soft yeses. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you get a reply? No, of course not. Of course not. No. I don't expect a reply until yesterday, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really giving this man a million chances. Um, and I do believe that, um, you know, it, we are in unprecedented times. We are in unprecedented times. But I also need to know when when I can eat lentils and <laughs> when I can't. Because last night I made the stew again and I was like... <laughs> Like you have a week off, I have a week off. What are we? What are we? What's all this playing around? What are we doing here? You know. I mean, you could just not make that lentil stew. Absolutely like, in general. not. Absolutely not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not live my life in a destructive and gaseous way. Do you even like? eating lentil stew like i love it i oh, made it so okay. many times it freezes really well oh well there you go just for you'll freeze and it. also this time of year it's like nice to have like a little like yeah a little, little little something to little something that's a, a hearty stew oh a i've really come stew. full circle on being a soup girl i think <laughs> i'm a soup girl now <laughs> well gorgeous gorgeous girls love soup well yeah i mean soup friends are soup Fiends? Wait, what is it? I can't remember. Soup fiends find the ends to the soup means. I guess who knows. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds right. Um, how 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 are you? <laughs> how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I had a really wonderful weekend that was kicked off with uh, one of the best live shows I've ever seen. Oh, uh, oh, whose was it? Oh, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard of her, but it was um it was the Sam Hickman Variety Hour at the show. Oh, that hack! Oh. <laughs> I've only heard negative things and scandal about her. <laughs> no, it was so 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 good. You were so oh, good. You. the The other performers were so good. It was it was so it was such a delight. It was so wonderful. It's the first like I think it's the first live entertainment i've been to since 20 probably 2019 let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not like the best the best audience to be like this was the best thing i've ever been (laughs) you haven't been to things in so long i think i think yeah maybe that's not true i can't remember anyway but no you went to hey mary before pre-pandemic i did go to hey mary i I went to hey mary pre-lockdown that was wonderful 2000s themed hey mary Yes, and our friend was the DJ. Yes, that was wow. Fun. But yeah, the Sam Hickman Variety Hour. What a fantastic show! Congratulations! A hit. I kept trying. I kept like truly having to touch like walls and things to make sure it wasn't like a vivid hallucination. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, everyone showed up. Everyone showed up on time. <laughs> everyone like managed to do everything. We went through everything, and then like the show itself went really well and it had been going so poorly for like the last two weeks in rehearsals that i was like this is gonna go badly oh no (laughs) 
And then it went really well. And I was like, oh, you know what this say? must be a vivid fantasy. <laughs> well, you know what they say about bad rehearsals. Bad rehearsals, yeah. good shows. It was mm-hmm. great. It was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? <sighs> you know, I'm an exhausted showgirl. <laughs> uh, I've never been more tired. Yeah. Um, I keep leaving the house for some reason, even though the, it, it's not necessary. <laughs> but I did run out of food yesterday and I had to go and buy more food. That seems necessary. And then like the day after the show, Crash was like, oh, we're going to be in town if you want to get lunch. And I was like, yeah, I'll get lunch. <laughs> and then I was like, I can barely put this burger in my mouth <laughs> and then I'm going to go home. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you must have been exhausted. It's so much build up. It was up. so much. It was so yeah. well. It was also like a really, really long day. Oh yeah. Um, and then like my little body, like <laughs> my little tiny body, couldn't take it. Anyway, enough of this. Enough of this. Season four, episode fifteen. Hunters. Hunters. Um, Voyager. Voyager is in a nebula as per usual. Um, and they're receiving some sort of transmission and they got like a message via the Wi-Fi they're stealing, but they only get like half of it from Starfleet. And so they're like, we got to go and we got to go try and get the rest of it. Cause it's lodged then, in one of the stations or whatever, which I yeah, feel like, like they're just going to, well, it's like chunky. It's like, you know, when, when a, when a very fat hamster is trying to get through the, the little tubes <laughs> oh. and its butt gets stuck and it's, it's just, just sort of like, like that. And he's a little push. <laughs> I was picturing like a cartoon factory where somebody's job is to poke a tube with a broom handle. That's how that's how the Herogen Wi-Fi network works. That I, I imagine both are incredibly accurate. <laughs> the alien, the mask aliens are like, let's get him, and then he puts Pseudocreme on his helmet. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> I am a, a tired old showgirl, Sam Hickman. And no hopes, no disappointments. I'm Kat Deerfield. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a line from the episode. Oh my god. I you can tell I've been paying absolutely a million percent attention. Tom Paris says no hopes, no disappointments. <laughs> right. And this is And this is Talking about Star Trek Voyager, it's Kat and it's Sam, they are two friends. Women, talking about Star Trek Voyager, it's time that we start the show. Also, happy anniversary to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. To yes. the podcast. This, the Mon- Monday this week, the 24th, that was, uh, that was our third anniversary. Wow. Wow. Three years of the pod. This is a message from post-recording, Kat. Uh, I-, I cut out a whole bunch from here, and I couldn't really make it smooth. So this is me just explaining <laughs> that, that there's like a big weird break uh, here. Um, if you'd like to hear what we talked about, uh, then you can stay tuned until the end of the episode. Uh, it wasn't anything particularly juicy. It's just that it, we, we just went on for a real long time about unrelated things that I think were even less interesting than the usual unrelated things that we talk about. So 
if you're really committed, you can stay tuned until the end and uh, you'll hear all you missed. Okay, this is too long. Bye, 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 bye. Love you, bye. Back to, back to the regular programming. Um, they could be getting messages from home um, or a way to get them home. And Janeway is like, imagine there were quite a few celebrations when they heard we were all still alive. What would you do to celebrate that so a relative was still alive? Throw a nice dinner? Oh, a nice dinner sounds good. Yeah, especially if that relative can come. But I guess in this situation, yeah, like a party. But obviously, it, it, Neelix would be catering. So maybe... <laughs> Maybe just a coffee, maybe just a drink. What anyway, would you do? To, oh, I would do a nice dinner. Maybe oh, like a macaroni cheese situation. I don't know. Oh, Something tasty. fun. Something fun. Uh, Chakoti is like, my real life girlfriend who lives in Ohio has probably moved on or something. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. In astrometrics. What? I totally. I'm starting, oh, oh, this, oh. I'm starting this little lore. This little <laughs> lore, you know, Dana's brother. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm starting this little thing where Chakotay has, in this episode, a real-life girlfriend who lives in Ohio. Like, yeah. Anyway, the doctor sasses Seven about not coming to her weekly checkups, and he's like, you must regenerate for at least three hours. And she's like, I haven't regenerated in 58 hours. And Wild. look, I got six whole words out of this message. Yeah. And then the doctor waxes poetically about being a hero, about yeah. going through the Wi-Fi network or whatever. And then they run into some gravimetric disturbances that, and the Wi-Fi station is zapping them. But before that, Seven is like, yeah, maybe you'll be received as a hero, but more, it's also likely that you'll be deleted and your program will be upgraded to the newest version. <laughs> it's just so wild. Devastating. Um... There's a strange ship and there's like, there's one dead guy or whatever, because mm. they definitely have time for this. <laughs> so they like, they get him into sick bay, this dead guy, and he's been scooped out like soup. Um, and they're almost at the Wi-Fi router and the Wi-Fi router <laughs> is like a uh, 10,000, a hundred thousand years old. And it's like right on top of a little black hole um, that's being used to power the, the Wi-Fi station. And then in astrometrics, they scoop more of the message out, and it's messages from home. And so Neelix is the postman this episode. Yeah. Um, and somebody on Twitter said that they would like to hear you say one nice thing about Neelix. <laughs> this is what I miss not being on um, Twitter. Um, so I have a lot of nice things to say about Ethan Phillips, who I think is a really excellent actor who that's does not the character a wonderful Neelix, job so sorry. in this role. That's not, the fi- that's not what we said. We didn't say Ethan Phillips. We said Neelix. So. Um, he means well. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Um, there's a secret message under the message. And there, um, and Seven is like, I've never been to Earth. Uh, it doesn't emotionally resonate with me. What emotionally resonates with you? Um, animals. Like the, <laughs> like, the, you know, <laughs> I'm a white woman. That's, <laughs> okay. uh, what emotionally resonates with you? Um, okay. There is like a, a, like a, like some form of fan or something in the back of my, in like behind me somewhere in my neighborhood that rings on like a like a G flat to an A. So every morning it goes. 
and every night until about like 10 30 just goes and then it gets quieter and then it comes back i think it's i think it's from one of the shops Mm. down the end of the street um I uh, can't can't figure out what to do about it. That um, yeah, that you, would um, that would really trouble me. I think if it, I were you, you know, it used to be significantly higher. Oh, that's that's good. Like it used to be much higher pitched Ugh. and much louder. Um, Ooh. I feel like come summertime, it probably won't permeate as much because mm. there's like a lot of big trees and I only really started noticing it after my neighbors three doors down you know the ones with the with the sign um after the the, the ones with the sign that my neighbors like like a couple a couple a couple ones down put up a sign that was like that was like down with dictator Drayford like oh, truly I didn't last month and I was like oh you waited you waited Last truly until the tail end to be radicalized. Like, wow. That's embarrassing. That's it's, embarrassing. It's especially embarrassing for them now, I would think, because they, they decided to take a stand on this before the shortest and lightest period of restrictions we've had, which are already being rolled back. <laughs> Wild. Which they Wild. kind of which they said at the time. Also, Wild. like who's going to a nightclub the first week of January? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no one. I don't know. Them probably can, they don't really have that much going on. <laughs> you can you can deal you can deal. It's wild. Anyway, they got two really big mature trees taken down at the beginning Ugh. of the pandemic. Um, Great. Oh, Ooh. what? I got, a, got an email from the from the Sherman. <laughs> I'm just getting so many emails today. I was on Do Not Disturb. I'm trying to figure out if okay. This is. I'm just gonna. Anyway, there's a high pitch ringing in my neighborhood, and I'm gonna figure it out, get to the bottom of it, or something. I don't know. This isn't important or business. Anyway, uh, on the bridge, um, Chakotay gets a letter from his girlfriend, who's definitely real and lives in Ohio. <laughs> Tuvok gets a letter, and Neelix is like, "Read it now." And Tuvok is like, "I'm not gonna. It's not gonna change. I got to do this work, and then mm. I can read it." And then Neelix reads the letter out loud, and Tuvok is a grandfather. That's exciting. And Janeway gets a letter. Finally, we get to hear what's going on with Mark and the dogs, and it's sad, and she acts. Yeah, I... This... That scene is really affecting. It's it's just, you know, it's just Kate Mulgrew's face reading a letter, and the... I, I was really, really moved by the progression of emotion on her face it's really it's hard this this is this is a tough episode in, in points and that's that's one of them mm. and the next uh, one in, the next scene is another one <laughs> in engineering balana and chakotay discuss the letter he got from his friend and the marquee is over i why were they all killed by the kardashians i thought they were fighting starfleet no <laughs> no, they were fighting Have the Cardassians. I completely missed out what the Marquis were. Um, so the the Marquis were fighting the Cardassians. They oh. were they were they'd broken away from Starfleet. Like, well, not all of them were from Starfleet, but they were they were basically a rebel group that was fighting the Cardassians because I think the Cardassians had 
Okay, so I'm embarrassing myself a little bit here because I'm also watching DS9 simultaneously, and I should probably have a better understanding of what's happening. I believe that the Federation has a treaty with the Cardassians, and the Maquis are like a rebel group that is continuing to fight the Cardassians despite that treaty being in place. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and so, so Tuvok was undercover with the Maquis... Because, like, Starfleet were like, we need to send someone in to try to, like, deal with this rebel group because they're getting in trouble. So they, they were an, an antagonist of the Federation, but they were not fighting the Federation. They were fighting the Cardassians. Oh. Interesting. Uh, in the mess hall, Tom and Harry talk about chicken, and Tom is like, my daddy doesn't love me. <laughs> um, also, half the it really dawned on me when Neelix comes in and starts handing out, um, I don't know if that's, I don't know. No, that's not this, but, um, half the crew is dead. Did they yeah. clear that up in their like, Oh, message to Starfleet? Because oh, well, they're getting I think a lot of letters for people who are. The doctor spent a lot of time talking to Starfleet that, which we didn't see. So I think oh. that would have been, I think we, I think we can, I will give the show and the benefit have of the, the doubt. Crew manifest. Yeah. I'll give the show the benefit of the doubt and say that that's a piece of information they would have, they would have thought was important to give to Starfleet. Sure. Sure. Um, Harry is sad, but he kisses Tom and they get through it together. <laughs> In Janeway's ready room, Seven wants to go to the relay station um, to get the rest of the messages. And Janeway is like, take Tuvok with you. Don't, don't go by yourself. Uh, in Astrometrics, Harry comes um, to find Seven, but uh, instead finds Banana, uh, which is what my autocorrect did. Uh, Balana is like, um, I, I'm, she's not for you, babe. I'm sorry. I uh, My blood is running cold right now because the cat has just made a noise that says to me that she has caught something. Oh. I don't know how she got in the house. You go check on that and I'll check on my emails. Oh my God. Okay. All of my various emails. I just want to check the one email. What do you have? Uh, do you have anything? What was that noise? Are you okay? Oh, you don't have anything. Okay. False alarm. <laughs> wow. Complete false alarm. I I panicked for no. She she stood outside the door and went. And I was just like, oh nope, that's a she's got a mouse in her mouth. But no. Well, my email turned also to be a bust. Um, your settlement will be drawn up ASAP and sent over within the next couple of weeks. Oh. <laughs> so th thanks. Ooh. Thanks for sending me a message saying we, we'll do the work. Oh my God. So I look forward to never hearing from them again. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Balana and Harry talk about seven. Mm-hmm. And Harry's Harry's like, oh, maybe. And Bellana's like, she's not for you, babe. Um, and Harry wants to know about his fiance and his parents, you know? Um on the shuttle. Tuvok and Seven approach. Um and approach the station and they talk about Janeway why Janeway sent two of them. Um, yeah. and Seven is like, I just want to make mom proud. Yeah, this is an interesting scene. There's a couple of things in this episode that are interesting about Seven and about her relationship with Janeway. I've got a very, very um, 
involved cat here. <laughs> Got a cat that She's wants to be part of She's our third sex in the city or whatever. <laughs> um, right. What was I saying? Sorry. So, yeah. So so she, she asks Tuvok about whether it's true that she can't go, like, that people don't go on one-way missions alone. He says it is. She's she's like, I'm asking because I... Sorry, I've got a cat in my face. Um, she, She's saying... Um, Vanilla has decided to join the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you... She's a woman. Yeah, and she has come here to talk about Star Trek. She's our third co-host. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, Seven is like, oh, I, I was wondering if the captain still doesn't trust me. And Tuvok says, um, uh, is her opinion important to you? And she says, her opinion is important to everyone. <laughs> but it's like, no, it's obviously Seven cares what Janeway thinks. And that's, that's yeah, yeah it's an important bit of character development. Um, they get zapped and they can't move and then there's a little space fight and they're gonna get scooped out like soup oh no um, and then they get zapped unconscious meanwhile on Voyager uh, Balana gets a message for Tom or at least half a message mm. um, and they're clearly not looking out on long range sensors for Tuvok or Seven yeah. like, they're just like I guess, I guess we'll just have to see <laughs> uh, and so Tom, um, oh wait, what's happening here? What is happening here? Where am I? Oh no, Tom gets a letter from his daddy, um, and he's thriving on Voyager and doesn't want to go back. Um, I really don't care about Tom's father issues. <laughs> Neither do I, to be honest. Belana then has to apologize. Like all of her friends are dead, but Tom has daddy issues. So she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I mean, I will say, like, everyone is really emotional. And I think that is understandable. Like, it's, this is a, this is a rough, this is a rough experience for all of these people. No, you're shaking your head. Am I being too apologetic for Tom? Well, how the turntables. I will not apologize. What? I said how the turntables. How the turntables have turned. Um, <laughs> I absolutely do not care for this. Okay, fair enough. I don't care for this. Um, Janeway's ready room. Uh, Seven and Tuvok have got to get going or whatever. What? Have got the get going. Oh, who knows? Who knows what I was trying to say? Um, they're waiting for them to return. Um, they're not. They're not watching them or anything, which is truly shocking. Um, yeah. Janeway tells Tuvok that the Mark, oh, tells Chakotay <laughs> that uh, Mark has moved on. Have you ever moved on? Uh, um, yes. Have you? Not once. <laughs> I refuse. Harry beeps in, um, and they finally get the distress beacon from from the shuttle, and then we're on the alien ship. And there's like a net of bones. There's bones in a net. Yeah, bones in a uh, net. And Tuvok is in a harness, sexy, in a sex dungeon. <laughs> and Seven is also there in a harness. What an episode. <laughs> Are they in harnesses? I thought they just were. Yes, okay. they're literally in like har- leather harnesses. I fully missed that somehow. All right. Well. How? I, How? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, the mask man comes in and he's like, pitiful relics. 
and they're on an erosion ship and Janeway is like you bitch give me back my crew and then he's like no and she's like red alert we're gonna have a space fight sweetie <laughs> um, on the alien ship after the ad break uh, they're doing a whole back and forth and, and one of the erosions is like I'm gonna have seven's intestines for sex Make me more appealing. Gonna wear it as a scarf. Oh, that's what. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For because he's like, yeah, women will pursue me or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but at one point in my notes here, I just wrote "strong prey makes for a better hunt." I know they said that, but why did I write it down? What was what was I intending to say about that? Funny, is it funny? Sure, strong prey does make for a better hunt. And that's how you got your husband. (laughs) Anyway, on the bridge, they can't get a lock on them. Um, And they want to increase the black hole in the middle of the the Wi-Fi station. (laughs) Um, And Tuvok starts murdering. There's like a whole, there's a whole space fight. And then they expose the black hole. And then they finally, at the last minute, beam out Seven and Tuvok, which is tense. And then Balana got some stuff through the Wi-Fi network before it exploded. And Harry got a message from his parents. And Tom didn't get the rest of his message from his daddy. And then we have a, a Janeway in the ready room. In the ready room, um, talking to Chakotay about how she had four cups of coffee that day. Because she loves coffee. She's a coffee lover like me. <laughs> um, she beat the bog with it. Um, and then Neelix is going to throw a... a party and uh janeway is like i got a dear john letter uh and then people are obsessed with uh janeway and chakotay being something and i don't really care they're both a very similar personality like leadership roles and Mm. i don't anyway (laughs) that's the end of the episode yes well um we steamrolled through it did Do you have any notes uh not really no um uh Oh, I did write um the the I, I wrote safety net chat something for the Janeway slash Chicote shippers. I guess I shouldn't have said the slash there. Maybe I should have. I don't. I don't know. Um, how do you read things? How do you read, Sam? How do I read? Um, don't ask me. Oh my God! Did I tell? Wait, no. I'll tell you this off the pod. Oh, it's. <laughs> oh, exciting. Oh. <laughs> Well, something for me to look forward to. <laughs> um, You're like, and that's the end of the episode. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> no, I just was. Um, it's the, the conversation that they have where um, where Janeway is like, I guess I was sort of um, using Mark as an yeah. excuse to not pursue something with someone else, Mark which is and like the dog. with who you're I, like you're the captain. There's like 17 people left on this ship. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, with Chakotay. Um, how do you feel about Janeway and Chakotay as a as a ship pairing? I don't care. No, I don't either. Isn't I don't funny? think I don't think they have like the chemistry for it. No, I don't really either. Like but I mean I don't I don't object to it. I just uh, like, I just don't care. I feel like, and this is going to be controversial, but I will bring it up every single time. I feel like Janeway and Tom have the most sexual chemistry of (laughs) Janeway and anyone on that ship. This is such a wild take. Um, (laughs) I mean, they have canonically reproduced with each other. (laughs) 
Yeah. Which is so fucked. Uh <laughs> well, I mean, famously, famously in our reading of Threshold, yeah. <laughs> they did have sex when he was like, my dad wants me to be on that ship. And she comes to his little room and then they fuck. This is your and reading. then they get turned into aliens. Your reading of Threshold, not monsters. our reading of Threshold. My reading of Threshold. I stand by it. I stand by it. I refuse to apologize for seeing the logic and understanding science of reproduction. Because it wouldn't happen that same day. I mean, oh. Uh, you know, I'm not, no, no. a slug monster, I'm not getting... Janeway into a slug monster, and then the same day they have little slug monster babies. I'm not getting dragged back into this. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Right. Uh... <laughs> they definitely, they definitely fucked, and I think that works really well with Tom's, you know. Yeah, I mean, desire to be dominated. I mean, it links up so much better. Like hierarchically, he's being yeah. dominated. Also, you know that Janeway is like, like a power bottom with IBS. So like, she's not gonna. <laughs> She's, you know, she's going to be on top. You know, like, she probably would tie him to the bed, like, consensually, and he would really enjoy that. You've really thought about this. I just think, like, you know, off the top of my head, it makes the most sense. Whereas Chakotay, like, he's already in a weird position being like the head of the marquee on the ship yeah. and then being like cuckolded by being second in command. And so like them <laughs> having, having coitus, it doesn't, it's not a meeting of the minds. Coitus. It's like a weird, it's like a weird power struggle. So it wouldn't work particularly well because like they both want to be on top. I'm in so much pain. I'm in physical pain. <laughs> Oh no! Did you stub your toe before the podcast? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> spicy takes. That's what that's what the people come here for. The spiciest of takes, and I don't care if I'm right, and I don't care if I'm wrong, because it doesn't matter. Because this show aired in the two thousands, mostly and the nineties. <laughs> well. We've okay, so <laughs> Liz Clink, please, uh, please uh, chime in and tell us what your opinions are, Liz. Liz, Lisa, Lisa Clank. <laughs> um, you oh, want to get into some segments? Did I tell you that a listener reached out to say that that um, the Delta Flyers did retrospect and had Lisa Clink on? <gasps> oh, how dare they! And she didn't come onto our podcast. <laughs> I. I choose to... I'm going to say that's unfeminist on her. I choose to believe that no one who's ever actually been involved with this show exists in the same universe as our podcast does. This is like a, a Mandela wow, effect thing. Wow, how dare we, you? We've just shunted ourselves into an alternate universe where we have a podcast about a show that doesn't exist in this universe in any real way. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Let's be honest. It's Voyager. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I so that uh yeah, so <laughs> sorry. Um yeah, I think we've mentioned before that we're intending to skip that episode um because we don't think we can like say anything that's a good Oh wait, contributor. what episode is that? Uh it's the one where 7 um I know, but what number episode is oh, that? Oh, like 17, I think. So I think we're two episodes away now. 
Are, what are we going to do? Are we going to do um, Fast and the Furious? No, um, I, th- I thought we were going to do a Murder, She Wrote episode. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like that? Cause, cause well, the- I mean, I feel like we should do a vote. I feel like we should do a vote on the socials. Should we do a vote? Okay, we can do, we'll do a vote. We'll do a vote on the socials. It'll be either, what, which, which Fast and Furious? I think we should do one. Okay, first Fast and Furious movie. We'll start from the beginning, you know. Or a Murder, She Wrote episode. Which, have you ever seen any of Murder, She Wrote? Probably. Okay. Because um, I I really want to, I yeah, I to be fair, I was struggling to, to decide on what episode I wanted to suggest you watch. I was thinking of having you watch a really, really, really especially bonkers episode of Murder, She Wrote that does have, I forget his name, um, but the actor who's in retrospect, who plays Jessica Fletcher's nephew on Murder, She Wrote, there's, there, we've been discussing this for we've been three discussing it solid for years. years. Yeah, um, and we don't have a formal plan. No, we don't. We don't. But we'll we'll put up a poll on the socials. So go to go to our socials. I'll um, I'll make it. Oh, I don't think people can vote on highlighted posts. Can they? Well, they can vote post. Uh, they can do it on a story. But can the day that this comes oh. out, go to Watastava. Yeah. Go to the story and vote. I'll highlight it and see if you can vote after the fact as well. So it will if you if you're listening to this after Friday, um, you can which I feel like probably most people do. Um, you can there'll be a, a highlighted story. People don't listen to this the second it comes out. I mean, if you do, you might have to wait a couple of hours for me to get my shit together to actually put this on the socials, because this this show comes out at 6am my time when I am not awake on a Friday. <laughs> wow. Um, right. Okay, so yeah, we'll put up a we'll put up a poll. See what see what you all think. Thanks. Thank you, Meredith, in advance. Um, shall we do some segments? Wigs. Wigs. There's a blue alien. There is a blue alien. Um, and also on the, the, the Herogens have like respirators and they're tall. <laughs> they're ready for the pandemic. What was the nebula in this episode? Stay out of the nebula. The nebula was um, them flying through a nebula <laughs> and then flying dangerously close to a black hole indeed and then deciding to try and blow up the thing that kept the black hole from being a black hole yeah <laughs> um oh they destroy the wi-fi network at the end of the episode forgot to forgot yeah, to say do. that they do they destroy the wi-fi network that's allowing them to communicate with the alpha quadrant this is a big uh, this is another big voyager mythology episode um important to the overall story arc Sure, sure. Sure, sure. What would you rate this sure. episode? <laughs> I would rate this, you know, like a 7 out of 10, uh, putting Cetacram on your helmet. <laughs> um, and I'm going to rate it 4 out of 5 letters from home. Aww. Aww. So we get into some bonus segments. We have, yeah, we have an... Ex- bonus segment. Bonus. We have an exciting bonus for you um, to celebrate. More like bone us. <laughs> the day for lovers is a day of sunshine. Um, yes, it's our St. Do- Doinwin's Day slash third anniversary special. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Should I chop this up into two? We could just have a really short bonus. No. Up- okay. <laughs> 
we've been we've been going for so long. We have to. Yeah, it's not that long. It's okay. Um, so in the past, I think we've done bonus episodes for our anniversaries. We didn't get it together to do that. Both of us have been really busy in the last couple of weeks, as you. I I think I might cut out me talking about the house and stick it at the end. Oh. Maybe we cut out the whole opening 20 minutes where we don't talk about the thing we came to. I just, I feel like, I feel like people will tune in at the end for that. Yeah, should I just like chop out the Hunger Games slash house talk and stick it at the end? Yeah, or maybe we just cut it out all together. <laughs> okay, I'll see if it's funny. I think that, <laughs> I think I'm funny, but I keep like trying out that story on people and they don't, they don't think it's funny. But you thought it was funny, so. <laughs> Wait, which part? About who my gas supplier is. <laughs> okay, okay, tune into the end to hear this story. <laughs> it's not interesting. Anyway, um, no, but so we didn't plan. You have to workshop material, Kat. If yeah. there's one thing that I know to be true, it's you have to workshop it until all your friends have heard the story in various different ways. The so, bonus section. Bonus section. We, so we didn't have a plan, um, but then... Uh, we never have a plan. One of the Meredith, <laughs> our dear sweet listener, to whom we have to give a huge thank you, Bill Vaughn, thank you so much for putting together... <laughs> We haven't talked about this in so long, but someone has actually put together a list of all of our ridiculous ratings of of episodes. Uh, and what an absolute joy. What an absolute joy. You may remember, if you've been listening for a long time, that we were talking about... I mean, it was fully a joke. I do think that at the time we weren't really... I think when we started talking about this, we didn't actually have any listeners. <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, so we we were no. Jo- I think it was earlier this season. We were like, if was you it that recent, yes, I feel like it was really recent because it was because I bought a new bra and it's like a blue lace bra and I had a matching pair of underwear with it and I took a really good selfie. <laughs> yes, like a really good tasteful nude and I was like, if you compile a list of <laughs> every rating we've ever given for the show then i will send you the photo but but the person who did send it in was like i do not need i do not need a nude and i feel personally personally hurt no i don't feel hurt i feel feel fine feel fine about it very politely um i don't know where that photo is declined good luck the offer of nudes um devastating no, hugely hugely grateful for this it i i'm so honestly just so wow delighted to Impressed. see all this um this just truly so um we thought we'd just go through some highlights um okay uh one of my favorites <laughs> that jumps out at me is season two episode nine tattoo my rating was quote i don't want to rate it and your rating was no rating <laughs> The girls got distracted talking about Sam's trip to Berlin and accents. <laughs> Brilliant. Perfect. <laughs> I did go to Berlin that one time. Remember when we used to go places and do things? Uh, I, I truly took me a minute to be like, when did I go to Berlin in the last two years? <laughs> wow. No, this is years ago. This is back in uh, 2019, I think. Wow. What Kelly Clarkson is wearing to do that a little bit of Texas. Iconic. Iconic. Um, 
season one, episode ten, State of Flux. My rating was four point five out of five. Bloodworm, bloodworm tartars. <laughs> Sam's rating was eight out of ten. It starts with your knees and goes up to your groin, and then you've got a cold shock, and then before you know it, you were rolling on the floor because you're dead. You ate the poison apple, and you're dead. <laughs> Felix, I can't even read the whole thing because I can't make it. Neelix something about <laughs> Neelix knows fruit. Neelix knows fruit. Season one, episode eight, emanations. I rated it one out of five giant spiders that I wish I could see. <laughs> you rated it one Olivia Coleman going pfft at the Oscars. <laughs> very funny season two episode 18 i rated it one out of five i guess i didn't hate it quite as much as the episode i refused to rate (laughs) (laughs) a real joy a real treat i'm (laughs) bad this is so mean i (laughs) this is this kind of goes back to our listener request that you told me about for me to say something nice about neelix Season 3, episode 16, Blood Fever. I rated 1 out of 5 land nebulas, but 10 out of 10 for the Neelix content. So mean. So <laughs> mean. Die. Wow. Uh, wow. Season 4, episode 3, Day of Honor. This is just amazing because I just don't remember doing these things. Day of Honor, I rated 3 out of 5 core ejections. But five out of five for seven of nine plot, five out of five for most of the acting, four out of five for most of Bellana's plot, two out of five for the weird attitude toward refugees, and zero out of five for the development of Tom and Bellana's relationship. And you did not give it a rating. I didn't ask I didn't ask you for a rating, I'm sure. Sometimes we forgot. I, I had too many things to say, clearly. <laughs> for some reason the next episode, my review is six out of ten, ass up, daddy. <laughs> and season four episode five revulsion (laughs) your rating was can you remember the song i think i remember the song what you gave it to spectrum is a goldfish who lives in outer space a gay fish (laughs) a gay fish sorry (laughs) spectrum is a gay fish and he lives in outer space (laughs) Incredible. Oh, my gosh. And then, (laughs) wait a minute. One more. Scorpion, season four, episode one, Scorpion part two. You gave it nine out of ten, purge my galaxy daddies. (laughs) Oh, boy. Why are we like this? (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much to Bill for compiling this list. We're going to have, we're going to have another we'll have more of a look through this we might mention it we, yeah we might uh we haven't even had <laughs> sorry we haven't had a chance to go through the whole thing yet um but yeah big thanks let me start that over that got weird <clears throat> you can do it <laughs> uh thank you so much to bill for compiling this this is a real joy to be able to look through and um uh yeah thank you to all of you the meredith for uh for for being with us for the last three years of this ridiculous podcast i think this is one of the best podcasts 
I, maybe. <laughs> I I sure like it. I sure like it. And I like doing it with you, friend. I like doing it with you, friend. This has been a wonderful, a wonderful project for many reasons. Um, and now it must come to an end. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I've I've just I've just noticed one more. I've got to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, where is it? Sorry. Um, season one, episode five, "The Cloud." You rated sixteen cuckolds waiting in the dark. <laughs> that does sound like I would sing it as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> season one, episode twelve, "Cathexis." I rated it four out of five bowls of squash. You rated it a still confused Sam. Bill has noted Sam was looking at her phone for most of the episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what a dream. What a dream. We have to stop. We now. have to we stop. Have to right. Get um, out of this. Thank you so much to all of the Meredith. Uh, happy anniversary to us. Uh, Deed Santos join when happens uh, to everyone. Um <laughs> To all the lovers out to there. To all the lovers. Uh, if you're a coffee lover like me. <laughs> yeah. Coffee lover like Janeway and Lauren Bacall. Oh, boy. We got we to gotta wrap this up. And I don't have a good way of wrapping it up. Thank you for being Goodbye, here Goodbye, everyone. We'll be back in two weeks. Goodbye. They say in space no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. But now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace? For our opening tangent today, I would like to briefly talk about The Hunger Games. Yes, please. Because I watched all of The Hunger Games movies in order last week as a way of like having something to do in the evening yeah. that would calm my nerves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would, I just, it's a very, like, I remember them coming out at the time and I feel like I watched them all at the time and had absolutely no idea what, what was happening because it's like, a true like two years before each film or something or like at least a year like they start in 2014 they end in 2016 which feels really recent it um, does and like mm. i just remember it making very little sense like past the first movie and then i was like and then i watched them like one after the other much like i did twilight last year and um Shell Energy wants me to verify my account. Thanks, Shell Energy. <laughs> oh, have you moved to Shell Energy? No, I was moved from Green Energy, 100% oh, <laughs> renewable electricity, to Shell. Yeah, we. Um, <laughs> it's probably not worth contextualizing this for those in our audience who are not in the UK, but the whole energy market is collapsing in this country right now. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, my God, actually... I mean, I will let you finish your opening tangent, but I just want to ask you while I'm thinking, is it worth me? Is it worth us having an opening tangent about the the drama that has been setting up utilities at my new house? <laughs> oh, wait, did you complete? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I yes, haven't talked to you. It was the same day. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. On the same day as your show. Um, I, I yeah, we bought a house, which is completely bizarre. That's crazy. Uh, Look yeah. at us. A magical day for everyone. Yes, it was quite a day. It was quite a day. But go go on about the Hunger Games and then we can get back to, to my tangent. My 
bullshit. Anyway, the the Hunger Games, if you watch it all <laughs> one after the other, makes a lot of sense and it's really good. And you can pick mm. up on like the actual like subplot of it being like about like totalitarian like all oh, this yeah. jazz. Um, I then was like, I finished all of those. I bought purchased rented from youtube the final hunger games movie wow. because it was like thursday it was the day before the show and i was like okay it's not on netflix i'm gonna have to purchase it i'm gonna get chinese food and then i'm just gonna have like a little night to myself oh, that's lovely they're also incredibly long they're like two hours 15 a movie um i then was like this week i was like oh i'm gonna watch the divergent movies because they're a similar similar vibe and then i started watching it and i was like there are no stakes she's like oh no, if I don't join the cops, I'm going to end up homeless. And it's like, that's not not that high a stake (laughs) in this dystopian society where Mm. you all live inside a wall. (laughs) The Hunger Games was murdering children or being murdered by a child. Like, it's apples and oranges here. Anyway. I'm wholly unfamiliar with both franchises. Oh, the Hunger Games, I would say I would recommend watching the first Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Mainly for Elizabeth Banks' character. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Because, and I'm not even like, she she turns a look, but this woman, this woman comes to this place where she is hated and everyone, like, she has to pick out two children to die. (laughs) And she stands in front of that crowd and never loses her nerve. Mm. She comes in a look. (laughs) She, like, theatrically pulls names out of bowls. Like, she never breaks. She's a professional. (laughs) Um, Okay. She really, she really did it. She really did it. And I don't think we understand how much she did. She did her job. Mm. And that's really incredible. (laughs) I love Elizabeth Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Which one of us is the tired showgirl now? <laughs> You're like, it's me. It's me. <laughs> it's you. It's you. It's all of us. It's January. It's January. It's January. <laughs> anyway, did you did you have a... I don't, I don't think I really had like a very concise Hunger Games thing. My opening tangents have been lackluster and I apologize for that. I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I don't even know what my opening tangents have been. I, 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 I immediately forget what we talk about as soon as we talk about it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so on the subject of energy companies, um, we've, <laughs> is this funny? I don't know. We've bought a house. I'm very, very excited and grateful for that. The house is Hello, in... privilege. Oh, indeed. Oh, Hello, definitely. Hello, beep, beep, boop, boop. Hello. Um, the, the house is in not an amazingly good condition. <laughs> um, and so there's there's a lot to do. I'm, I'm in a funny kind of emotional place about it right now. <laughs> um we yeah it's yeah there's a lot Can of work I that see it to. i haven't seen it yet have you not seen oh well you have to come no. out and look at it did you not see listing photos no oh well <laughs> i haven't seen any of this house <laughs> well um you can come around and look at it. Uh, <gasps> some of the rooms have flooring, so... <laughs> That's okay. I won't wear heels. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, but what I was going to say about it is that um, because it was it was it was owned by a housing association and it's been vacant for a long time. Um, they they said they were selling it on because they needed to install sprinklers in order to meet like Welsh government standards for social housing. And I suspect they don't want to do that because the ceiling is full of asbestos. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's it's low risk asbestos that is um, like not it, it, it's only a problem if you renew remove it like we can't remove it ourselves but we we can have yeah. it removed. Um, and Wait, what kind of asbestos is it? I can't remember the the type that it is, but we had they had an asbestos survey done, and it's all like low risk low. Um, it's all like the lower risk type of asbestos, and it's all like in um, what whatever the term is like the the it's it's in like textured ceilings and and they're they're in good condition oh. so they're not worried about them because they're not like breaking down they're not or breaking. anything yeah yeah so anyway that's fine um that's but so wild it is kind of wild but that so... you would do asbestos textured ceilings <laughs> what is this house you've purchased oh if i mean uh, most textured ceilings have asbestos in them <laughs> Wow. They only they only banned it in like the mid nineties, I think. Yeah. Sure, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, it That's is wild, kind of wild. But uh, so the because it wasn't like being sold by someone who had lived there. There's a lot we don't like know really. So we don't know who the energy supplier is, and so we had obviously that's fine. You just ring up the the electricity and gas network people, and they tell you who the supplier is. Um, but both of the suppliers are companies that we were not aware supplied energy to houses. I might cut this out. I'll have to see. But one of so. The electricity supplier is just like a corporate electricity supplier. They, they just supply electricity okay. to business. You go on their website and there's like a, a yeah. testimonial from a, the general manager of White Stuff being like, yeah, their electricity is great. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. A company I have had a longstanding feud with. You have a feud with White Stuff? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because one Christmas, the manager of the Cardiff White Stuff was like, oh, will you come and play in our store? And I said, sure. Um... I'm this much an hour and she said actually we're not paying anyone uh, so but uh, we can give you a 15% discount uh, at white stuff but and I was like 22 which is insulting I'm sorry a 15% discount at white stuff at white, for playing there for like two hours oh my imagine God. So wow. I've been boycotting ever since, which is easy because it's white stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, would you have ever bought anything at white stuff? My mother loves white I'm stuff. I'm sure your mother loves white stuff. <laughs> For anyone listening to this who's like, what are they talking about? White stuff is a clothing store. <laughs> I don't think they... <laughs> no, it's sticky semen. Ew. <laughs> I don't know if they have it outside of the UK. Maybe they do. Anyway, um, so that's that's the electricity supplier. The gas supplier is Gazprom. 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 If we did titles of episodes, that would be the title of the episode. <laughs> Gazprom is the Russian state gas company. <laughs> <laughs> the my jaw dropped, my face lit up. I've just, I've never like looking at my little face in the screen. I wasn't prepared for how expressive I was just about yeah, to you, be. You, <laughs> your face really. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in reality, we are just purchasing 
our all of our electricity from other countries national yes. electricity suppliers like that's in, the whole scam when when Sarab rang the gas network and the, the, the lady he was talking to was like oh so your gas supplier is Gazprom and he said isn't that the Russian state gas supplier and she said oh it might be I was reading about them in the news today and I heard this but I didn't I I wasn't on top of the news and he was like yeah no they're they're in the news right now because they're threatening to cut off supply to a number of European countries related to the conflict oh, over Ukraine. It's <laughs> like cool. <laughs> so I um but I looked into it and what they they have branches outside of Russia that are probably not supplying gas in the same way i think so it's it's not but anyway um so imagine I... being russia <laughs> and being like now's the time to annex the ukraine like <sighs> imagine the gall <laughs> like the pandemic isn't even over and they're like yeah. what's next for us yeah but so i had to call gazprom like in the like the uk office of gazprom and was uh, it as fun, stereotypical Russian as we think it is? No, their their UK office is in Manchester, and the man that I talked to had a northern accent. <laughs> oh, good. I thought you were gonna like call up Russia, like no. fully call up Russia. Be like, no, Hello. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but what I do have to share this because this is so funny to me, and maybe not to anyone else. But when I when you call them, of course, you get an automated menu. The menu has three options. <laughs> the options are. For, um, <clears throat> no, sorry, it's, if you are a third party calling on behalf of a customer, press one. Okay. Option two. And I, I, they said an acronym and I just, I didn't catch what it was. We'll say ABC. If you are an ABC customer and you use less than 1000 kilowatts per day, press two. For all other inquiries, press three. <laughs> just like, what? I, I'm sure I use less than a thousand kilowatts a day. I googled it. The average household uses ten thousand kilowatts a year. <laughs> so like, but I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of it means. Anyway, but I, I got through to someone who was like, and I was like, "Hi, um, you supply the gas to my house?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna send you a form to fill out." And like, I, yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna put my name in the subject line. Don't take my name out of the subject line because." Like, it needs to come back to me. And I was like, okay. And then I, I get the form and it's like, give us the details of your limited company. Oh, who's the contact for this account? Like, what's, what's your registration number? What about your business tax? And I'm like, oh boy, I guess I'll just fill in what I can here. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but we'll obviously, we'll change energy suppliers. It's, but we have to get it set up with them first because like, otherwise they're just going to cut off our supply because we're not paying for it. Because we can't pay for it because they're probably still sending the bills to the Housing Association. <laughs> Wild. I don't know if that's worth leaving in, but that's but certainly you've I mean, enjoyed it. We're <laughs> twenty-one minutes into this podcast oh and we have talked for approximately <clears throat> two about the actual episode of Star Trek. The people get what they get. Oh <laughs> sorry, I just knocked my phone over again. My favorite thing to do. Anyway, there is a potential. Are we are we done with our opening tangent? Oh yes, oh, wonderful. Yes.